Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Yes, that's me, Tiff, the lady golf teacher. What I will do here is build belief in you to accomplish your dreams for your golf. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Teed high, let it fly. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Lovely to have you here. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today is how to rebuild your confidence after a, a bad round, especially, or a few bad rounds. I've been talking to a number of people lately, and that seems to be a you know a big theme as well. You know, you have good days and bad days, but sometimes when the bad days come along, it can really rock your confidence, and you're actually. Uh, feel like that your golf game is at its end and you're never going to be able to play well again and um, you worry about it and so that affects your confidence so therefore that affects how you're going to be every time you get out on the on the course from from that point on because you think that that that's it you're never going to play good golf again and so we're going to look at that and because um, you've lost your confidence in in your golf game, you're actually going to start worrying about it a lot more and you're going to worry about what your next game is going to be like. You don't want to repeat what you've done in your last round because you know how you felt, you know how you played, it's the worst ever or close to that. And you, you know, you do worry about that that's going to happen again. And your confidence is, is completely shaken isn't it like what else what else do you do right what else can you do when you go when you're at that point I get it I've been there you're completely shaken you don't think you'll ever be able to play a good game of golf again and that's it you think that just because you've had a bad round you just it's never going to be the same again. You're going to just keep playing that way. And so what we have to look at first is if you have a bad round, you may have another bad round or you've had a few bad rounds recently. Um, and we're going to have a look at why that's happening. And then we're going to look at how we can actually turn it around and rebuild your confidence in your golf game. Okay. So that's what we're going to be looking at. So here's why highly likely here's why you've lost your confidence and here's highly likely why you're playing bad bad golf at the moment okay so there's there's three reasons that I believe is is quite key on why these bad rounds occur and why they keep reoccurring and why you've lost your confidence okay so so here's number one so number one is you keep looking at your bad rounds and you keep referring to them and the thing is as you know yourself when you play a bad round it sticks in your mind doesn't it it tends to stick more in your mind when you play a bad round than when you play a good round when you play a good round you're like oh thank finally you know finally I, I, i can play well but it just sits there. But there's always that fear that that bad round's going to come back. 
And so what happens is that you keep talking about your bad round. It's constantly in your mind. You think about it, which means it's constantly in your mind. You keep referring to the bad stuff and it's that law of attraction. So if, if you believe that you've had that bad round and you keep thinking about it, you keep feeling it, you keep going back over and over and over it in your mind, then that's what happens in the law of attraction. You, you tend to attract that back to you. So because that is there and it sits in the forefront of your mind, then that's why the, the, the bad round will keep reoccurring or it is haunting you um, because it's, it's just sitting there in your mind. So that's, that's um, a reason why you've had bad rounds or they keep reoccurring and that's where also you're going to be losing confidence because you're going to be worrying about that. Number two, judging yourself by your golf score. So if you judge your level of golf by your golf score, right? So that's an external result, right? Your golf score is it, it's not an internal thing like what inside your mind, it's an external thing. Then what happens is then you will judge yourself by, by what that score is. And therefore then you believe that that's, the type of golfer that you are. And I find that that is very limiting, right? That actually holds you back. That stops you from progressing because you judge yourself by what your score was on that day, especially if you've had a bad round, right? So if you've had a bad round, you look at the bad result. Therefore, that's how you think you are. And that's how you judge yourself. And I know plenty of golfers, plenty who always stay as a high handicap golfer because that's all they see themselves themselves as a high handicap golfer. So if they see themselves as a 45 handicapper or a 36 or, or what have you, they you'll notice that they tend to sit around that and they will sit around that for years. And the reason for that is, is because that's what they believe the type of golfer that they are. They judge themselves by their handicap. They judge themselves by what their golf score is, right? So that that also affects your confidence as a player because if that's how you view yourself as, therefore that's what you're going to be, right? And it's that thing about like what I just said before in the, the first point about um, you keep looking at your bad rounds, you keep thinking about it. Well, if you keep thinking of yourself as a, you know, a high handicap player, then that's what you will always be because that's how you look at yourself. If you think of yourself as, um, you know, you judge yourself by what your golf score was on the day. So if you've had a good day, you're an awesome golfer. If you had a bad day, you're a bad golfer. You're being judged, you're judging yourself by an external result. And it's, you know, by the number in the, you know, in the box, so to speak, in on the scorecard, you're not judging yourself by what you are internally. You're judging yourself by an external result. And the thing is, is we need to make sure that on the inside, what's going on in your mind is the good stuff. So what's happening is you, again, you're judging yourself by, by that external result. And I'll share something with you very quickly before I share the third point with you 
is that I remember when I was learning to play golf and I was playing it at Kew, at Camden Haven it used to be called. I think it's called Kew Country Club now. It was at, um, near, um, oh yeah, at Kew. <laughs> Get it right, Tiff. And um, there was one particular lady I was playing golf with and she always had sat on the same handicap. I think she must have been about 36, 36 handicap or something like that. And she'd say, oh, yes, I've got two shots on this hole. And, and, and she always would play according to, you know, her handicap. So she would look at the par and then she'd have two extra shots on the, on the hole. And she goes, oh, yes, I'm playing to my handicap. Now, I found that quite limiting because that's all she saw herself as. Whereas when... I played it like, and that was early stages in my, my golf. I could have been playing off a 27 or, you know, 24 or whatever. I can't remember. It was a, you know, sort of mid range sort of handicap at the time when I was learning. And I thought, God, that's a strange thing. Why, why wouldn't you be looking at how you play the golf course? But she didn't think she was capable of playing the golf course as how the golf course is. She saw herself as playing the golf course according to her handicap right? So judging yourself by your golf score or judging yourself by your handicap can limit you and hold you back. Also can affect your confidence. Whereas my belief is that you you play the golf course as the golf course, right? If it's a par four, par five, par three, whatever it is, that's how you play it. You don't play it according to your golf score or, or handicap is because if you do that, that will limit you. Okay. So keep that in your head. Now, number three, another reason why your confidence is rocked is because you never look at what works well. So what happens with um, people that play golf and even those people that actually play, you know, have a good score, they're always looking at what is going bad in their golf game. And that might be you as well, especially at the moment, especially when you've lost your confidence, is that you're always looking at what's going bad. And you tend to blame certain shots, right? Because, you know, you're not hitting your driver well or you're not hit, you don't putt well or whatever. But you actually keep making the same error and you don't actually go and correct it, right? And, and the other thing is you may not know how to correct it. So, yes, you've heard me talk about it plenty of times in the past. Have some lessons, learn how to do it properly, go and work on it, practice it, be aware of what you need to do to make it work right? So that's when certain shots aren't working, but why not look at also what's working well in your golf game, especially, especially when your confidence is rocked like it is. There's probably elements in your golf game that are actually really good. So why aren't you looking at those and go, yep, okay, I'm putting really well. Great. That's a strength in my game. So I can't wait to get on the green because I know that I can rely on my putts or I chip really well or I play my fairway shots well or I play my tee shots well. Whatever it is, look at the areas in your game that also is working so that that helps build the confidence because we need to draw on some confidence from somewhere in order to give us the confidence, big word today, confidence, in getting back out on the golf course so we're not going to repeat what happened last time, okay? Because you can look at parts of your game and go, well, at least I'm putting well. 
at least I'm chipping well, or at least I'm playing my tee shots really well, All right? Because we need to look at that. I remember years ago, and again, this is in my first three years of learning golf, so I was probably probably playing off around about a 16 to 10 handicap somewhere sitting around there and the golf coach that I then started working with decided to change my swing a couple of and he did it a couple of days before I went to play a tournament and I had complete faith in him and I trusted him so I was like okay great I'll I'll do that and so instead of me sort of hitting slices and um, uh, especially off the tee because that's where my big fault was at the time was I'd slice off the tee with my driver simply because I wanted to smack it. And also I wanted to, um, you know, get a lot of distance, you know, big macho thing and all of that kind of thing. Not really understanding enough about the golf swing still at the time. So it must've been, I must've been at least, a, you know, 12 to 16 handicap at the time. And, um, and I'd try and smack it away slice so what he did was he suggested a different way on how to approach the the swing and so what happened is I started to hook the ball instead so when I went to play uh this particular tournament there was um so the week I'll backtrack just a little bit one week I went and I played a tournament and I was slicing everything so I'd just say to the people I was playing with oh well I'll see you down on the green because I'd slice everything off the tee up and over the trees go onto the other fairway meet them down on the green but at least I could putt well right then the following week because in that in that time we had made some changes to my swing and then I was hooking everything. So I'd hook everything left into the tree. So I'm a right-handed golfer. So then I'd hook and I was like, oh, okay, all right. Then I'd say to everyone, see you down on the, on the, on the green. So the thing was, is even though that I was going through a transitional period with my drive or, and, and my swing itself, I was like, at least, at least I was putting well, at least I was chipping well. I was like, oh, great. Down near the down near the green, great. I can finish it off because I was confident, right? So I was drawing on confidence. So when when our confidence is low, we need to look at things that are actually going to make us feel good and confident about what we're doing in our game, right? So that's what I want you to make sure that you're aware of, okay? So so those are the three reasons highly likely why your consistently having bad rounds or a bad round has appeared and what we need to do now is we need to look at how we can turn it around and rebuild your confidence in your golf game okay so I'm going to share some things with you and then I would love it if you get to work on that but also I'd love it if you could let me know how you went with it and what you identified uh, with your golf game so that you can build confidence. So please send me an email. I'd love to hear from you or, or leave a comment where you um, hear these episodes. That'd be great. I'd love to hear hear what, what you've discovered about your game because we've got to build that confidence so that you're out tackling your golf game, playing golf the way that you want to, um, and, and you are confident within. And no matter what happens in the day, you still have that confidence. Okay. All right. So number one, what we're going to do to rebuild our confidence in our golf game is we're going to analyze 
the golf game, okay? So you're gonna analyze your golf game. And what I mean by this, we're gonna look at each aspect of your golf game. So a few episodes ago, you would have heard me talk about um, particular parts in your game. So I was talking about the four major areas, the tee shot, fairway approach and putting area. I've added a few more to that as well because this is really important as well that we're going to look at in your game. So um, so what I want you to do is I'm going to tell you the areas that I want you to analyze and then we're going to give them a, a rating, okay? So number one is your tee shots. So I want you to think about what you, where your tee shots are at mostly driver, especially off uh, par fours and par fives, and then what you're using off uh, for par threes. Then number two is the fairway. So I want you to look at how you play your fairway game. Number three is we're going to look at how you play your approach game. So that's approaching into the green, which is pitching and chipping and so on. Bunker shots. Number four is your putting. So what your putting game is like. Number five is your attitude. And what I mean by that is, are you calm when you're playing or are you anxious? Okay, because that will really affect the way that you play. Number six is playing with others. Again, that can affect you too. The type of people that you're actually playing with um, can also affect the way in which you play because you're allowing outside influences to influence you. Some are good, some are not so good. And number seven is scoring and also what, what your attitude is towards what's going on with your score and so on, okay? So those are the areas that we're going to look at in analyzing the game. Then number two, we're going to give it a rating out of five. So one from one to five. So one being like not great at all to five, you're very confident and comfortable with it, okay? So if we look at the tee shot game, I want you to look at give it a rating between one and five. Your fairway game, I want you to give it a rating between one and five. Your approach game, I want you to look at that and give it a rating between one and five. Your putting game, I want you to give it a rating between one and five. Your attitude, so whether you're calm or anxious. So let's say attitude in the sense of calmness, you're going to give it a rating of um, five is calm, one is anxious, and then two, three, or four is somewhere in between that, okay? Uh, number six is the playing with others. Give that a rating between one and five, whether um, playing with others, you're okay with that as a five or number one, you're not so okay with that. Okay. Or somewhere in between. And also looking at your scoring. And what I mean by your scoring is, are you uh, scoring well, or are you comfortable with the way you're scoring? Or are you, the other thing is like, can you just let go of the score is really the big thing. And it's not being so focused on the score. It's actually just focusing on the other areas because the scoring tends to take care of itself. So what I mean from a, from a five point of view in the scoring element is like, are you able to let go and just let the scoring happen? Or one, do you get quite stressed out about the scoring um, side of things in the sense of what your score is? or somewhere in between, okay? So I want you to give yourself a rating between one and five for that. Now, the third part of this is if you have rated yourself five in an area, so that means that you're very comfortable with where you're at in that particular area of your game. So that's the tee shot, fairway approach, putting, attitude, playing with others and scoring. So if you've rated yourself as a five, that is what's going on and that's telling you what's working well. So let's look at that. Let's understand why 
that is working well for you. Because again, that's an area that you can draw on that keeps that confidence there. So I'm going to use an example. So let's say being calm, because I'm all about being calm and at peace within when you're playing golf. Um, because if you're at that st- in that state, your golf game is, uh, is where you really play really, really well. So let's say you're being calm and you're giving it a five. Now, because you're calm, you don't feel under any pressure. You can stay in the moment. You've, um, you can focus on just playing your shots. You can feel the shots working really well. You feel at ease. You've got a good rhythm. Um, you feel really in control of your game. Okay. So all of that kind of thing in, in that, if you're feeling that way, then that's a good thing, isn't it? Again, yeah, Tiff, that's an awesome thing, right? So if you're feeling, and that's you've, if you've given that a number five, excellent, then that's what you've got to keep doing, okay? Now, I will ab- absolutely recommend to you that that should be a high priority on your list is to always be calm when you're playing golf. And the reason for that is, is because I'm a sports person as well. I've played sport my entire life and will continue to the day I die is that I know, especially as I'm getting older, I know if I'm calm within and if I'm at peace within, I perform so much better. If I'm flustered, anxious, thinking about something else, um, you know, in the past or in the future, not being in the present moment and, and being where I'm at and being comfortable with what I'm doing, I know that I won't perform well either, okay? It doesn't matter what level of golf you play. If you're in that state of anxiousness, frustration, looking at the past, looking at the future, never staying in the moment, not being calm within or having that peace within, um, lost your confidence, all that worry that goes on around it, you will not play well. And it will be from the, the top level performers in the sport to those that have just started. It's exactly the same. So I will recommend to you that you have to find a way in which you can be calm within. I have lots of different um, ways and techniques that you can do that. I've talked about it in previous episodes. Um, I'm constantly working on that myself all the time on ways in which to uh, get to a state of calm. And if you have lessons with me, especially you know, over the last month or so and continue to, you'll notice how much more calm I am uh, when you work with me. And I try and ensure that my calmness comes across into you as well so that you can actually do and perform better in lessons and also take that with you out onto the course. Okay. That's enough about the calmness though, but big key. Okay. Now, number four, if you've rated yourself four or below in an area, then this is showing you there's an area in which you can improve. So what, what can you do to improve it? So let's look at, let's look at the scoring aspect in, in your game. So when you're analyzing it. So if we look at the scoring aspect, because this can happen to people, I know that this used to happen to me when I was learning to play play golf and also in my tennis career I used to get very worked up about scores and so on and I would um, get very anxious about it so um, with your scoring let's say you've rated that much lower and that you find that you get quite anxious about scoring and what you've identified in that that you get 
you worry about the score. So if you've made a mistake on the first hole, you, you know, you've stuffed up your tee shot off the first tee and then you've sort of fumbled your way down to the green and you've wiped the hole, for example, or you've got one point or something like that and it's taken you so many more shots. That can stress you out because you think that that's going to apply to the rest of the round. Remember, it's just one hole and you've just started, okay? So don't let that be the thing that's going to dictate what's going to happen for you for the next 17 holes because you're going to be out there for another three and a half plus hours, right? So don't let that be the thing that's dictated um, to you how you're going to perform. So if that's an area where you find that you get quite anxious, then what is it that you're going to do to help overcome that? Because you've identified that that's not working the way that you want it to. And because you get too worked up on what the score is. So what happens with that, especially when you get quite anxious, is that you try really hard to get the ball down to the green. So you actually try hitting, trying to do it harder and quicker. And you've probably identified that that's not the way to play because it's not working. Because I, you know, people, when I teach people, I'm like, okay, just come slower through the ball because you actually get better connections, not quicker. Whereas people have it in their mind that they've got to go quicker, you know, quicker through the ball or harder through the ball. They've got to hit hard, but that's where all the mishits start coming from. And so therefore, when those mishits start happening, creates more shots, doesn't it? So what, what we've identified then is that, Okay, if you're making those errors and you're mishitting because you're trying to hit harder, you're trying to go quicker, and because that in your mind that makes sense, but it's not working, it's saying, hey, hang on, stop, let's slow it down, let's see if we can work on making a better connection, okay? So what you've identified is that you're going quicker, trying to hit the ball harder, you're getting anxious about the score, how do we change that? How could you improve that? Okay, so like I've said, going harder and faster is not the answer. Even though that's what we naturally feel that we want to do, better way to do it is to slow down the swing so that you can get the control back, so that you can make better contact with the ball. That is so key. If you are not making good contact with the ball, don't worry about anything else. That is the most important thing that you need to do in your golf game is focus on making better contact with the ball. And I will share with you just quickly um, an experience because I've been working on this mentally for quite some time, ways in which to be calm within, be at peace within, to perform better, to make sure that I'm performing from my subconscious mind, which is your higher self, your spirit, rather than trying to do it Um, consciously and so we can create that flow and because I've been working on that so much that when I played the other day just recently with my mum we went out and had a hit and another uh, friend of ours what happened was I made a conscious decision and intention to just focus on one thing that's a key thing to focus on one thing so my always my one thing is always to work on making better contact with the ball making sure I feel consistent with the ball, hitting good balls. 
And the other thing was to make sure that I was working from my subconscious mind. Now, I found a way to tap into that. I'll share that with you in, in, in the future. But I have found a way to tap into the subconscious mind to perform at that level because that's the level we need to be performing at from the subconscious mind, okay? Not from the conscious mind, from the subconscious mind. So I found a way to tap into that. Lots of experimenting I've been doing lately. So when I did that, I did not miss a beat. I hit the ball so pure, so well, so consistent. Now I haven't picked up a club in about six weeks and that is the best that I have struck the ball ever, I reckon the most consistent. There was one shot that I miss hit and I'll tell you why that happened was because I tried to smack it. I didn't engage my subconscious. I was like, okay, let's just see if we can smack it. And that's where the error came in, right? So there's a key there. I'm giving you a key. I can share it with you later in future episodes. I hope you're listening to this, by the way. So we want to make sure that what we're doing in ways in which we can deal with the scoring aspect is ways in which we can focus on what we need to do, focus on the one thing that's going to make us hit the ball better, focus on the one thing where we're swinging slower, focus on the one thing where we're making better contact with the ball, okay? That's a way in which you can deal with the scoring aspect, okay? So that's just, that's just an example of what you can do. So if we, if we look at how you're going to be able to rebuild your confidence in your golf games after you've played a bad round, then we have to make sure that you look at that, okay? So how to rebuild the confidence in simple form. One, analyze your golf game, and I've given you all those areas. Number two, rate each area from one to five. Five being like you're really comfortable. One being, you know, out of control. Three, once you, if you've given it a five rating, Look at why it's working for you. Number four, uh, why you've rated yourself four or below in an area and what you can do to improve that, okay? And then that's what you then need to do. Simple, isn't it? How hard can that be, right? So we're rebuilding the confidence. So now that you know that you can work on all those parts of your game and look at ways that you can improve each area, when you get onto the golf course and you've could because you've identified those things, then I want you to focus on one thing that's going to stand out for you that you're going to perform at your best. Okay, so for me, I know I perform at my best if I focus on one specific thing in the sense of contact. I focus on really good contact. And the other thing, as you know, and I've just mentioned it, I've t- found a way to tap into the subconscious mind on the course and let that happen. Okay, so therefore then it's going to be swing rhythm, for example. Okay, swing rhythm, good contact, trust. So I want you to find something that you can really focus on that's going to give you what you need. So my focus was the intention when I played the other day with my mother was to focus on good contact with the ball. And all these other little areas that I've been working on made that happen. So all I did was focus on good contact. I didn't get connected to anything else. I didn't worry about the score. I don't worry about score anyway these days. I just go out there to enjoy, but I know that I perform better when I focus on what I've got to do in that moment. Um, And that's what I want you to be focused on as well. So I find that if you focus on that one thing that you can, um, that you know that's going to work for you, 
then keep that as the the focus for the whole round okay don't venture off on that don't think about anything else just focus on that one thing because it will bring back your confidence even if the score is not reflective of how you felt on the day um for example after you've played a bad round you've gone out and you've gone okay I'm going to apply what you know Tiff shared with me in this golf talk with Tiff I'm going to focus on one thing I'm going to work on staying calm and I'm going to work on um you know making better contact with the ball and that's it and even though the score may not reflect that the main thing is you're going to walk off the golf course and go yep god that felt good god I felt like I got it all working really well okay most important so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share them with uh, your friends so we can build the lady golf teacher community as big as we possibly can. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Once you've done that, I want you to teat high, let it fly. Wishing you an absolutely magical day. Take care. Talk soon. Before you go, do you want consistency in your golf game? Focus will help you do just that. It is my lessons learned from sport and how to apply them to accomplish your golf dreams and goals. Get a copy of Focus today. Go to tiffany-mica.com to get your copy of Focus there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Once you've done that, teed high, let it fly.